KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Monday, November 6. We'll tell you where it's most common to get a parking ticket in San Diego. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. The District Attorney's Office said it received a grant from the California Office of Traffic Safety to support prosecutions and investigations of fatal traffic crashes. The DA said the $800,000 grant will go towards the DUI homicide unit and training for prosecutors and investigators. Last year, the county said there's been a 14% increase in DUI injuries over the last five years. According to the DA, 33 people were killed in DUI-related crashes in 2022. 25 people have been killed so far in 2023. There's still time to apply for help for your water bill. County residents now have until March 2024 to use the Low Income Water Assistance Program. The federal program was established in 2021 to help low-income residents with overdue water and wastewater bills. The program will pay up to $2,000 for qualified applicants. Renters whose utility payments are part of the rent can also apply. Visit taphelp.org to fill out an application. The San Diego City Council is expected to vote on the library's master plan tomorrow. The master plan is meant to provide a vision and strategy for the library's facilities, technology, and program investments. The plan includes recommendations for renovation and expansion of some branches. The library held public listening sessions on the plan starting in 2022. Last month, the City Council Committee on Community Services recommended that the full council approve the plan. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. The technology company Viasat is making global job cuts. That's impacting a large number of employees here in San Diego County. North County reporter Jacob Ayer looks into what the latest tech sector layoffs mean for the region. Viasat is cutting its global workforce by 10%, including about 160 positions at the company's Carlsbad headquarters. Tech San Diego Executive Director Kevin Carroll says it's not all bad news, as there's a lot of small to mid-sized tech companies in the region that are hiring. It was 160 jobs, which sounds like a lot. And again, for those people that were laid off, my empathy goes out to them. Those jobs will be absorbed in the community pretty readily. The global layoff expenses will cost Viasat roughly $45 million, but are expected to save the company about $100 million annually, starting in fiscal year 2025. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. 
A new apartment complex in San Isidro aims to help dozens of families leave homelessness behind. South Bay reporter Corey Suzuki says it comes as homelessness continues to rise across the county. Even after Rachel Hayes got the keys to her new apartment, it wasn't easy to stay there. I wasn't used to being, for one, alone, the quiet. I was up every two hours checking my locks. Hayes says a lot of people don't realize how hard it is for someone to go from living in a tent to having stable housing again. But that's the goal of the place where she lives now, a new permanent supportive housing complex in San Isidro. It's called Malejo Village. It officially opened this month and includes 64 homes with one to three bedrooms each. The homes are safe for families who make less than 25% of the median income. Ryan Klumpner is vice chair of the San Diego Housing Commission. The root cause of homelessness is a lack of housing. But for many people, maintaining that housing means that we do need to assist with those supportive services. Hayes says her place is finally starting to feel like a home. And it means she has more time and energy to advocate for the unhoused community. Housing first works. It's Like I said, it's not a homeless crisis, it's a housing crisis. And without the housing, there will be more and more people becoming homeless. Corey Suzuki, KPBS News. Have you ever gotten a parking ticket? Data analyzed by KPBS says it's likely you have. Reporter Katarina Portella tells us where you can find those parking ticket hotspots. In the three weeks that I've lived here, I think I've gotten about maybe six or seven. If you run upstairs to do something, come right back downstairs, you get a ticket right there, right away. I've been ticketed like six times in the past month. Parking tickets are a fixture of life in San Diego. And most San Diegans have parking ticket stories of their own. In the past 10 years, the city of San Diego has handed out more than 5 million parking citations, totaling $300 million. Wondering what the most common day to get a parking ticket is? It's Thursday. Thursdays received 19% of all citations in the last decade. On the other hand, the least common day is Sunday, which only received 2% of all citations. The most common citation was violating street sweeping signs, with 1.1 million citations and $60 million in fines. There is an extreme amount. Mission Beach resident Kane Holloway says the fear of tickets structures his day. He's a tattoo artist and has to work on one tattoo for hours at a time. And he doesn't have employee parking. It's very inconvenient to have to like leave where I am to go move my car so I don't get a ticket. Beachside areas across the city, like the neighboring Pacific Beach, also are high on the list for citations. Both Mission and Pacific Beaches parking is mostly metered or only available for limited times. But metered parking actually helps businesses. So says Sunny Lee, executive director of Discover Pacific Beach. The businesses really want to see people turning over in the parking spaces that are right in front of their businesses, which is why the parking meters are going in, because then it allows for more visitors to those businesses. The most common citation, almost a quarter, was for violating street sweeping signs and a big chunk comes from Mission Beach. During the past 10 years, the city collected $65,000 in street sweeping tickets just on Mission Boulevard. And that could increase even more in the coming years. Last May, the city announced it would increase the frequency of its street sweeping in Mission Beach from three days to four. Mission Beach resident Bear Stoy got a ticket, but says he rarely sees street sweepers. I'm just bummed, you know? I gotta pay off student loans and I have other other bills to pay and, you know, 
seeing all those tickets, it just doesn't really help out with that. I don't see too much street sweeping going on. I see the parking ticket guys out a lot, but that's about it. Just because they don't see the street sweeper doesn't mean that it's not going to come through. Jose Isaiah is a spokesperson for the city. We need to be able to make sure that we have a predetermined uh, time where all those uh, cars are going to be cleared so that we can go in and, and sweep those streets. Isaiah says money from parking citations goes into the city's general fund, which pays for public libraries, parks, and even parking enforcement. Gaslamp Quarter boasts some of San Diego's most iconic nightlife, restaurants, and events. It also boasts the streets with the greatest number of parking tickets. Over the past decade, Fifth Avenue has been the top place to receive a ticket at a meter. The city collected nearly $1 million from expired meter citations on Fifth Avenue alone. But this might be changing. Since COVID, the city blocked off portions of Fifth Avenue to cars, creating the Gaslamp Promenade. That could mean fewer parking tickets as well. Michael Trimble is executive director of the Gaslamp Quarter Association. Before, it was a lot of people driving up and down Fifth Avenue looking for that magic spot that they could never find. And so really, with all the parklets that we had, you know, all up and down Fifth Avenue, we only took away 30 spaces. So with the removal of those 30 spaces on Fifth Avenue, we've tried to add spaces on 4th Avenue, on 6th Avenue, and then on the cross streets. So the rest of downtown could have the same number, if not more, parking violations. That means San Diegans will likely continue to have their days ruined by a little slip of paper on their windshields. For KPBS, I'm Katerina Portella. For an interactive map of all the parking tickets given out in the past decade, head to kpbs.org. Coming up, how the EPA is helping San Diego with its air quality issues. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. The Environmental Protection Agency is giving a boost to San Diego efforts to improve chronic air quality problems in the region. Environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. San Diego air quality regulators are getting a $1 million boost for efforts aimed at empowering local communities struggling with air pollution issues. The EPA's Laura Ebert says the money will be used to help improve air quality monitoring in city neighborhoods with the region's dirtiest air. There's a lot that, that can be done and a lot that's important to do in terms of making sure that folks understand and have access to information that, that makes sense to them about air quality issues or about environment and public health issues. Two other local environmental justice initiatives in Encinitas and San Isidro are also getting funding from the federal agency. Eric Anderson, KPBS News.
The Human Brain Initiative has just published 21 papers in the journal Science, revealing what some call a map of the human brain, and San Diego scientists are part of it. Here's SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge. The Brain Initiative, funded by the National Institutes of Health, has so far identified 3,000 different brain cell types. Many scientists have compared this initiative to the Human Genome Project. Bing Ren, a molecular geneticist at UC San Diego, says the work of those brain cells depends a lot on how their genes are activated. Tiny changes in sequence of our DNA can make someone more likely to、uh, psychiatric disease. San Diego researchers, working as a team, are looking at the way genes within the brain cells are switched on and off. The other part of the team is based at the Salk Institute. Salk neuroscientist Margarita Barron says one key is to determine which brain cells are affected by genetic variants. The genetic variants that give vulnerability to diseases like Alzheimer's seems to be more important in one cell type. And not the others. Salk researchers have studied the mouse brain, and they have drawn a pretty good molecular map of that, says Barons. But a mouse brain is made up of 80 million neurons. The human brain has 80 billion neurons. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. The San Diego Blood Bank says you can get more bang for your blood this month. For every blood donation you make at a donor center or mobile blood drive in November. The blood bank will provide five meals to the San Diego Food Bank to feed families in need. To be eligible to donate blood, you must be at least 17 years old, weigh at least 110 pounds, and be in good health. You can schedule an appointment to donate at SanDiegoBloodBank.org. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening, and have a great Monday. KPBS On Demand is supported by. Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org.